Greetings, CCISD. Uh, this is Getting to the Core, and I'm Carrie Perales. And this is Federico Saki. And we are Getting, getting to, to the, the core. core. Awesome. It's so nice to have you here. Uh, as soon as I saw you on the schedule, I was like, oh my gosh, I was taken back to Meadowbrook Elementary. That's the first time that I, that we met. And then I remember um, you being at curriculum writing with me with the science teachers. And I remember you were with Holly Scent. Mm-hmm. And uh, I can't think of the other lady um, right now, but I just, I loved how you listened to them. You were so collaborative and and we had a really good time that that year. And then you kind of went off on your own journey. And now you are the amazing principal of Oak Park Elementary, one of the bilingual program campuses, which Correct. is new this year, too. Yeah. So uh, so tell me, how did you start with that day I met you, the first day at Meadowbrook on? How, is your, how has your journey uh, developed? It's been a, you called it, it's been a good trajectory. You have uh, pretty much known me since i started with the district which is about 11 this is my 11th school year wow so in 2015 2016 uh is when i think you were a science specialist correct As a coach at the time a science yes. coach yes, yeah. yes, yes. so then i think you come in because i was teaching science and math we were departmentalized i was a fifth grade bilingual teacher okay and uh i will i will always t- tell everybody science was not my strength <laughs> i was a math guru but science took me a while but yeah, I remember you there. And then we started curriculum writing, like you said, in the summers. And mm-hmm. the first time I was like, oh, let me give it a try. And it was a lot of fun. Yes. We had a lot of fun. And I learned a lot. And you get to collaborate with like the best principals in each grade level. Yes. So that was certainly one of the things that kind of um, took me to the next level. I was, I felt like I was really prepared coming back from summer. Good. Because we had looked at the IGs. We had written. We yes. collaborated. And interestingly enough, one of my big parts was the... Uh, interpreting the IGs and then coming up with the content and language objectives. Aside from the content, I kind of just took over the uh, the translations to make sure that they were properly, the grammar was good and the spelling was good. I thought that was important if we were going to roll it out in Spanish. Yes, it's essential. The correct grammar. Yes. And then after that, like you said, I was I did science for a year or two and then I did math with Yvonne Hine as our uh, coach and then I did that for a few years and then one summer I... Uh, I got accepted to uh, go, go to principal school, ah. and it was a year long year long program with Region Two, and that's when we uh, when I had to stop and I couldn't do curriculum writing that year because I had to go to class. So then I came back the next year and I did curriculum writing, and that's when I got the job. So I remember being there as a writer that summer when I got the call. So that was really exciting because you have your same kind of cohort yes. cheering for you, and you kind of grew together and. It well, was a lot of fun. And and really, as a principal, you have to also be an instructional leader. So I feel like the buildup to you becoming a principal, you had that foundation. You understand the importance of writing a really solid curriculum. Yeah, it was a pretty natural progression. And yeah. it, was, it was actually kind of, in retrospect, to kind of follow the proper steps. Mm-hmm. And now when you do um, walkthroughs and, and visit with your teachers, you know what you're talking about because you lived it, you breathed it, you, you understand it. Yeah, we, we, we kind of know about it, but also, you know, the, the playing feel is so different oh yes when i was teaching even though true, it's been true you know uh, on a calendar it's you know nine ten years is not a lot but with covid and then with all the uh, technology improvements that we have yes. and all the money we've invested mm-hmm. uh, it's always like we're you know dynamic and we have to keep on learning and you can't i can't have the mentality i had in 2015 true because then we stagnate so Smart. we're always trying to learn and keep up with with the times and with the needs of the students so yes one of the things that I like is that every year is dynamic. Everything changes. You got new curriculum. You get new strategies. You get new software. You get better smart TVs in the classrooms <laughs> and, yes. and iPads now, which were not a thing in 2015. It's so true. it's just 
you have to keep up with the times so you can challenge a new audience which are our kids so let's talk a little bit about your about oak park because oak park so tell me about your staff tell me about your students at oak park elementary sure i would love to brag about them yes. so we have an amazing group of educators there it is a school of 100 520 students as of yesterday wow and we have a pretty significant uh english english language learning population I would say about maybe 60 kids are in the program. Okay. And so we're one of the few bilingual campuses. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking there's about 10 of them. Yeah, um, there's 19. I was asking Zonia. She was actually here right yeah. before you. And she so said there's 19 bilingual and ESL campuses. Yes, it's a yeah. bilingual campus. And uh, we have students not only from uh, Mexico and Latin America. We also have a couple of students from India. Oh, that wow. are ESL students that we didn't have last year. So they're new to us. Okay. And so a pretty diverse group. Uh, we have a certified bilingual teacher in each grade level and we have a lot more teachers that speak spanish but they're not bilingual certified so they're always there for support you know to make our kids feel welcome and 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 all that so we service 520 kids it's an indoor campus a beautiful campus modern it is and uh, we have four teachers in each grade level okay and we do some departmentalization in the upper grades and and uh, i've been there this is my second year and i really enjoy it and we're really lucky to have the group of educators that we have we have amazing teachers there and with a lot of lots of experience and they've been there for years and they yes. really want to be there they're part of it's the It's a strong group of teachers. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. real it's a real tight community up there. And uh, teachers of uh, are sometimes even third generation teachers. We have a teacher in pre-K who uh, gets to teach grandbabies that Oh wow. She taught their That's amazing. Their, the grandparents too. So it's like third generation. Wow. She's been there 47 years total. Wow. Oak Park, but 47 total. So, wow, that's incredible. So they, yeah, so you have parents coming in and say, I want my daughter to go. Of course. To the class I went yeah. to. And that's yeah. just one of those things that, you know, keeps you uh, pretty motivated. And it's pretty inspiring, you know, when you, you know, to have that kind of request. Yes. And so that's fun. It's It happens to be a bilingual teacher too, so. Well, and that's what our, where I was heading uh, next is with the math framework, you know, it's really important that we have the framework and we have the belief in of uh, the four beliefs of the having the, the, the balance of conceptual and procedural, having the continuous connected story, having the productive struggle, having responsive assessment practice. But on top of that, you have that layer of supporting your bilingual students at your campus. So as an instructional leader, and as you do, you know, walkthroughs, uh, one of your job is to walk and really see uh, teachers that are really excelling and um, and supporting, and then the teachers that may need more help. How do you how do you work that as a leader? Like, how do you make sure that you celebrate those wins, but also share it across so that every kid at Oak Park is getting the same type of strategies and implementation? Good and specifically question. In so math. I think that whole uh, culture of. Uh Feedback has changed drastically in the past few years, probably as a result of everything that's happened. Mm-hmm. So one of the things is we are more like instructional leaders as opposed to principals now. You mm-hmm. called it. And even the test changed to become a principal. You're now an instructional leader. It used to be just a principal exam. Yeah. So I have been blessed to have built relationships with my staff from the beginning mm-hmm. where you say, hey, I'm not in here for a gotcha. I'm here to like, you know, offer support and, and give you some coaching. And when the relationship is strong enough uh, for you to have that kind of communication with teachers, it lends itself to do that. So if you if you lay the groundwork and you have that strong foundation, and you say I'm not here to get you, and you know you're careful with your wording, and you say, hey, I respect what you're doing, mm-hmm. you make sure that you tell them I just want you to get better. I would suggest you do this, 
And then after that, naturally, as they gain your trust, you can also go to phase B, which is even life coaching. So if you see teachers uh, doing something and you say, you know, I, I would be doing this at this time. You don't take over the class, but you offer life coaching or say, this would be a really good time for you to be walking around and mo monitoring academically. And so they get it. And mm -hmm. so they know that we're not in there to get you. And they know that we're just trying to get better together. And we're all learning at the same time. Like I said, new software, new curriculums, new everything, new students. So that's something that we always kind of promote. And I've, I talk to my, my admin team and I make sure that from day one, you know, that's how we start. In the beginning, we do instructional walks and all we do is we highlight the positive. And then as the year progresses, you know, week two or three or four, then we start getting to the coaching. And then, and then after that, if we see some needs, we offer support in other ways. We offer, uh, offer PD. We also like to do collaborative walks. That's something that the teachers really enjoyed last year where we have our excelling teachers visiting other grade levels. Like oh, you have a cool. really good okay. fifth grade teacher and then uh -huh. you go, hey, we're going to take you on a little in-class field trip to first grade. Nice. Which is completely different from what they do. And then they go on. We take them for 15, 20 minutes. We go to three classes, one in first, second, and third. And then we come back and debrief. And then so the teachers that were observing, they really enjoyed it and they went and sent shout outs of what they liked what they Aww, appreciate it so cool at the end of the day, and at the same time the other teachers who were being observed were like when can we do that because we yeah. want to do it too so we we flipped the script and we followed up and did the opposite which is now having lower grade teachers come and see so we're kind of really trying to instill that collaborative effect yes we also do a lot of plcs where we're led by uh, teachers we do faculty meetings where we do strategies like lead forward strategies or nice. xyz strategies and we highlight what the teachers are doing hey we saw this working in fifth grade and you know miss uh, xyz is going to come up and she's going to show us how she did it. And, and so learning from each other is very different you build that culture of collaboration it's, it's not punitive it's not a gotcha and so it kind of lends itself to you know continuously learning yeah and it's so important because you could literally be in your classroom all day and not see, see another adult unless you go to the restroom or you go to lunch so the fact that you're allowing teachers to go into each other's classrooms and see like fifth grade go see first and vice versa really opens it up so they can see what what the students are getting from the time they come in at pre-k to the time that they leave in fifth grade uh, establishing that really family environment which is really important so so speaking about family how do you educate your parents too because in the math framework it talks about the fact that parents need to be in involved as well and if we're doing productive struggle and we do have our bilingual students coming in I'm sure parents are a little fearful like well I don't want my kids to struggle I'm sending them to you so they won't struggle yeah. uh, and I want to make sure that they're safe and they can understand so how do you educate your parents so they feel comfortable so again it's it's really about building that relationship with the families I, I was blessed to have a uh, I know about half the families from my assignment at the middle school, which is zoned right next to the current elementary. Oh, nice. So having that relationship, I already knew a lot of the families. And luckily, you know, because they have siblings or they have cousins or or um, things like that. So that was already, I already had a foot in the door with that because they already knew me. They know they can come to me. And secondly, for the families that we don't know, you know, we, we were very visible. So one of the things, the highest leverage, leverage pieces as an administrator is being visible for your yes. family, all your constituents, all your stakeholders. So I'm out there every morning. I'm out there every afternoon. And I'm constantly being in the hallways. All the kids know us by name, uh, which is sadly not always the case, especially back in the old days. Mm -hmm. So we make it a point to be extremely visible and visual. And, you know, in all the events, we're there. And so after a while, when the parents have questions, 
they come up to you and they know I speak Spanish. Hmm. So it's easy for me to do it. My assistant principal speaks Spanish. Awesome. So it's almost like a natural, hey, you know, we see them in the mornings. We greet them. How's everything going? And when we approach, and if, you have, if you're that parent who's shy or doesn't want to know, doesn't want to ask or bother me, mm-hmm. it's easier to like for you to tell me, okay, hey, while you're here, while I have you here, I was wondering, you know, this is happening. I don't understand. So they trust us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they know that they can come to us. We're, we're just always there. And so that's one of the things is laying the foundation. And the same thing with the teachers, like I said, uh, especially in the bilingual community. You know, if, if, if you have a fourth grade bilingual teacher and, and you have an older sibling and they went to that teacher. Mm. So you already know the teacher next right, year. Right, when your right. third grader goes to fourth grade. So they go, yeah. oh, you know, my daughter had so-and-so last year. So the teachers are very good about following up and they were there part two. Awesome. And so we always kind of try to keep them in the loop. We send messenger, school messengers in English and Spanish. We send as many, everything we send home, we try to interpret or translate for them. And so to keep them, you know, uh, part of the community, because they are, but also to keep them uh, abreast of everything that's happening and going on. And, and so I know there's a few parents and grandparents that we have that only speak uh, Spanish, even though they're all, their kids also speak English. Mm-hmm. But they're, you know, they're like, hey, my son told me so-and-so, is this correct? And we usually, you know, we're just there to clarify. So just being there for them when they need it. And keeping them in the loop, including them in everything, uh, making them, you know, we also have parent meetings. We're looking to have uh, academic meetings as well next month. Oh, nice. Uh, we have a science ma- night. We have a math night. And so they're, like I said, when I send out school messengers, I usually send them out in English and Spanish. Sometimes if we, if we send a flyer, it's in both. So there's a little bit of everything going on. We have parents that directly email us with questions in Spanish, so we respond to that. And uh, it's easy because we have a team of, there's quite a few of us that speak Spanish. So that certainly is kind of, it's it's almost natural now. But it, you know, it just, if you're there and you open up for conversations, that is pretty much what strengthens that or makes it happen or even possible. Beautiful, beautiful. So is there anything else you want to share just about Oak Park Elementary or about the bilingual program? So one of the things, I mean, I'm really a proponent and we always celebrate kids who are bilingual. We always tell them, hey, you know, if, if you know two languages, you can do so many things. And I use myself as an example because I happen to be a bilingual student when I, you know, beginning at the age of 10, I didn't know English. So oh, wow. I take a lot of pride in that. And I tell the kids a story and they can relate. And mm. that makes them a little more comfortable because if they follow the natural path, you know, you enroll in pre-K and you go through fifth. By the time you're in the upper grades, when that self-awareness kicks in, uh, they're already pretty fluent. Yeah. But when it's. Uh, non-traditional when you have recent arrivals or you know families who just moved and they're a little older yeah they're a lot more 10 is like what grade five fifth grade yeah so a lot more wow. reluctant to learn english wow because now they feel like you know i'm the weird one or <laughs> everybody else is speaking uh, english yeah. and i can't mm-hmm. so they naturally become shy yes so then kind of being out there for them again sharing the story with them when they come in and tell them hey you know when i was your age i started so you can do this oh so just kind of having that uh, having their back and they know that but um, just you know offering anything support wise and I would say that we are very proud of be a bilingual school we were kind of hoping that we would be oh good uh, because we have the numbers yes so. and uh, it's just we embrace it I mean it's like it's knowing more you're worth more mm-hmm. and so that's kind of a pride thing and and a lot of the families have actually you know stated like hey 
my son's in bilingual class and he learned a few words in Spanish and we joke about it. <laughs> and then they're like, what did you learn? And he'll, he'll, you know, the kids will tell us what they learned. Oh, that's and awesome. And the parents find it hilarious. You know, they don't mind it. Yeah. So uh, hopefully one day we can be a dual language school. And we yes. Can half day English, half day Spanish. That would be a dream for me. Wow. And so that way they can be 100% bilingual. And even the kids who come from families that don't speak Spanish would like to attend a school where they can learn Spanish. Um, just kind of like the Valley Schools. There's a lot of bilingual students there. Yes, yes. So that would be that would be certainly the next. Uh, the next. If step. I had a magic wand, I would be like, I want that to nice. happen one day. Well, I want you to know, anytime I run across an Oak Park teacher or instructional coach, and I've got to meet with some because I help out with the Sharon Wells on the PD days. They speak so highly of you. Thank you. They <laughs> think you are absolutely amazing, and I do too. So thank, thank you. you so Appreciate much for you. being here today. No, thank yes. you for having me and. Uh, Anytime y'all want to visit, it's your home. And uh, so you can go see what we're about over there. So you're invited, awesome. cordially invited to be our next uh, our next guest. All right. I'll take it. All right. All right. Well, that's Getting to the Core. I'm Carrie Perales. I'm Mr. Saki. Thank and you, Carrie. we are Getting, getting to, to the, the Core. core.